0: Every Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m., WRFL invites you to Office Hours. Real-world conversations with U.K. professors. No appointment necessary.
1: Representing the 16 colleges across campus, Office Hours brings professors from every corner of U.K. to share their adventures in academia. Go beyond the syllabus to learn more about the people behind the research.
2: We'll be demystifying higher education one interview at a time. Stop by every Wednesday afternoon. Office Hours is available online via WRFL.fm or on the airwaves on 88.1 FM, radio-free Lexington.
0: This is, like it is every Wednesday, Office Hours in the uh, slightly now barren studio of WRFL Studios as we get ready for our move in a couple weeks, few weeks, to the basement of Whitehall Classroom Building. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you. We're
2: down to cinder blocks. Yeah, that
0: uh, things have been. Sh- the walls have been stripped of all their posters at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm still channeling the vibe of the room over the years. I'm calling up spirits uh, and musical ghosts and whatever else I can do to kind of make sure that the room still has its you know its uh, special kind of aura that it needs. So uh, I'm confident that it's going to work. And while I'm doing that, you may hear me like hum and chant <laughs> some in the background for the next 15 minutes, but mostly you're going to hear Sarah and Julia talk about um, really interesting things. So uh, without further ado... <laughs>
2: That's nice. I like that. Yeah. A little intro via humming to summon spirits. I think yep. we should always have sort of an incantation. Especially mm-hmm. with poetry. Poetry is really... A lot of poems have start with an incantation. Absolutely. Right? So we're here with Julia Johnson, who is from the English department, and I'll—that's I'll, um, all I'm going to say because I want you to introduce yourself and say what you would like us to know about you to okay. get started.
1: Okay. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Okay. Well, I am associate professor of English. Uh, I direct creative writing here at the University of Kentucky, which entails directing the undergraduate creative writing component of the English department as well as directing the MF, the brand new MFA program and I've been on this show before to talk about the MFA program. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe I don't need to talk about the MFA program can today. Can we ever
2: stop talking about the MFA program? It's, I mean we certainly That's can That's true.
1: That's true. Well we It's are, the first um, year right we are we are approaching the final months of the the final month
2: of the mm.
1: fir- very first year of the MFA program, which is very, it's been extremely exciting.
2: Mm-hmm. And you yeah. must have the cohort
1: all set for next year? We have, year. a co- well, the cohort's not completely set. Okay. Today is April 15th, oh, which is a very important deadline right. uh, for graduate programs
2: across the country. Mm-hmm. So, students who have been made offers and any graduate program. Need to make their decision by April 15th. That's right. A Mm. lot
1: happens today on Mm. April 15th, tax day.
2: Tax day, and it's sort of a day of reckoning in all worlds. Taxes and poetry. What more is there?
1: (laughs) We do have other genres. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm biased. We have uh, poetry, fiction, and nonfiction. Uh, So. Good.
2: And, we're, and I mentioned poetry because mm-hmm. you are, of course, a poet as I well. Am. And we are talking today about lots of things, but as we usually do. Um, but we're also going to be talking about this poetry festival that's yes. coming up next, starting on Monday? or starting, when does it begin? The, the poetry
1: festival begins on April 24th. Okay. Uh, and I should maybe tell you a little bit about the poetry festival's yeah. uh Beginnings, yes, How it please. happened. Um, I just kind of had this one day. I was oh, <laughs> sitting, <laughs> sitting okay. in my office, and I thought, okay, well, um, April is Poetry Month. I'm sure you all know, that, um, all of you out we there, talk about that it every day National Poetry Month. And uh, Lexington actually has um, a Poetry Month, which is not in April. Oh. It's in June.
2: Oh, how interesting. Um,
1: but I thought, why don't we... Have something called Kentucky Poetry Festival, mm-hmm. and this would be this is the first year of Kentucky okay. Poetry Festival, and I just started talking about it before it actually existed um before it actually was a thing, and I kept saying to people, We're having the Kentucky Poetry Festival, <laughs> and there was kind of like someone would you know whoever i'd you know would be talking to about this, they would look at me sort of blankly and say, Oh, I didn't know' that there was a Kentucky Poetry Festival. And then I would say, well, there is. So, um, And then, and then I just kept adding to it. Mm-hmm. And much of what is happening for Kentucky Poetry Festival are, much of these events are things that were happening anyway. And we're just claiming oh, them. That's um, and
2: brilliant. <laughs> what a good way to put a festival together. Right. <laughs> right. cobble things together. So
1: the festival is free and open to the public. And there are just... I, I wanted to involve the community. as mm-hmm. I wanted to connect the University of Kentucky and the community. Um, and to just kind of... I thought that by highlighting all of the things that were happening and adding some of our own events um it would add energy to this particular week. Mm-hmm. Um so it was going to be Kentucky Poetry Week, but the week kept getting longer. And so mm-hmm. and sort of more we were going to do just April, but now there's an event um happening on May 1st. Uh so the very first the kind of kickoff event is off the ground, which is do you want me to talk about that? Sure. Or do you want me to stop talking? No, I want okay. you to
2: keep talking. So, this is, so, But it's amazing, though, that these were just events that were scheduled already for, some of for them, the area. Some, some of, of them. them were. So okay. so
1: Off the Ground is, uh, is a wonderful reading series that was started oh. by Graphite, which is the Student Creative Writing Association um, here at UK. Um, started. It was a GAINS project. Um oh. And it was part of a Gaines project uh, created by students Kendra Sanders
2: mm-hmm.
1: and She's works in the high. Katie Cross. Uh, and, and Off the Ground um, takes place at Common Grounds on High Street uh, roughly once a month. Uh, and so the very first um, event is an Off the Ground reading featuring Bianca Spriggs. She's an Appalachian poet and Cave Canem Fellow, uh, who lives and works in Lexington. She's also a student in the PhD program in the English mm-hmm. department. So we we claim her as our own, and we also are claiming her reading. So the the she's the featured reading off the ground has a featured reading, and there's also an open mic, which is free and open to the public. And the reading starts; the entire event starts at seven thirty. Friday, April 24th at Common Grounds on High Street. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the kickoff of the Poet- Kentucky Poetry Festival.
2: That really, it seems like that would really set the tone for the rest of the festival, is to have it be an open mic, you know, something that's part of the community. Yes. That's just, you know, an open mic is, is embracing and welcoming and, you know, people experiment and give the show what they're working on. And, and also, you know, someone who's an active poet as well, or active writer. Um, not that, you know, other people in the open mic <laughs> aren't, but right. this is a scheduled reading plus the open mic. That's so it's, right. It's a, What a, a, a nice way to begin the whole festival, you know?
1: Yeah, so um, the, so that event was scheduled, um, mm-hmm. but we just sort of added it to our list of events. But something that has really come out of this the Kentucky Poetry Festival idea is this collaboration that I don't think would have happened otherwise, well, without the Kentucky Poetry Festival, which is an event called Verse in Type, and um, it's a collaboration between the English department and creative writing and also
2: uh, the King Library. Oh, the in type meaning in print? Yes. Oh, the, the printing workshop there. that Well,
1: the King Library has its own press uh-huh. right in, the, That's right. in the basement of King Library, the King Library Press. Um, and we, um, this started, there was a co- collaboration with Professor um, Jonathan Allison um, and Gail Kennedy, who works in the library, and Paul Holbrook, who runs the, the press, um, and, and myself. And we were brainstorming and we came up with this idea of a contest, a, a liter, a King, the King Library Broadside Contest, and the broadsides oh, are cool. going to be printed by the King Library Press, and those broadsides will be on display on some Sunday, April 26th at 3 p.m. We had a contest, and the contest was open to all undergraduate and graduate students, and a prize has been awarded. Um, I'm not going to announce it here okay. on the radio, Click but um, prizes have been one prize has been awarded to an undergraduate student and one prize to a graduate student. Um, we are very very happy to have uh, the generous donation of Clark Art and Can- Antiques, um, mm. who is provide who has provided the prize money, um, oh, two hundred and fifty dollar prize each um, for these for this wonderful broadside contest prize. Um, and that that event is going to be a kind of display at Clark Art and Antiques. Um, the following week, on Tuesday, April twenty eighth at seven p.m., the King Library Spring Seminar will take place, and that's when um, in the Boone Center at seven o'clock. And again, this is free and open to the public. The broadside contest winners will read. Um, their special lecturer is poet Dara Weyer, who will be the keynote speaker for the event. Um, there will be a lovely reception, which is kind of the party for Kentucky Poetry okay,
2: Festival. That's a, and everyone right.
1: is welcome to come to that party.
2: Okay. Um, and that's at the King Library. It's at, at the, the Boone, Boone Center. Center. Okay. And, and it's, it's the King Library
1: Spring Seminar. Okay, So this is why we have this amazing poster, which um, I hope you all will be able to find. It's going to be uh, really widely distributed, um, which hopefully will have will we'll help with some of the confusion about where the events are happening. But part of the confusion is intentional. I wanted there to be a bit of confusion how smart um, and so I wanted there to be things that were kind of like pop-up events um, obviously cool. some of these are not pop-up events because we have to do things like reserve the Boone Center right mm-hmm. we have to reserve certain spots on campus um,
2: <laughs> maybe not though right.
1: I mean how
2: fun would it just do like surprise
1: that's, what, a pop-up that's event. what I would like to do that's but you know <laughs> in the real world we can't do that but one of the really exciting pop-up events is happening at Donut Days. Oh, um, which is April already. 29th, and it's called Waxing Gastronomic Food Poetry Open Mic from four to five on April 29th. So, if anyone out there listening has a food poem, uh, any poem related to any food, not just donuts, <laughs> should really show up for Wednesday, April 29th's event at Donut Days on the Southland at the Southland Drive location. Okay, Southland,
2: that's important. It is. There there are at least two Donut Days locations. Okay, these are important details. We're here with Julia Johnson on Office Hours on 88.1 WRFL. We're going to take a short break, and we'll come back to hearing more about Kentucky Poetry Festival events and all the surprise events that may be part of it. And uh, we'll be back in just a minute.
0: New Suf John Stevens here on WRFL 88.1 Radio Free Lexington. More with Office Hours. Our special, with an asterisk, guest, Julia Johnson. Because I think, I'm going to say that because I think she's the first repeat um, guest. So she has that top honor, and I want to bestow it upon her properly.
2: We should have some sort of crown or something like that for return guests.
0: Yeah, so so
2: where's my crown? Yeah,
0: it's in the other room. I'll get it in a second.
2: Yeah, <laughs> someone get on the crown stat.
0: Um, so yeah, uh, let's get back into some poetry.
2: Yeah, we're talking big poetry. It's filling too. the air. Mm-hmm. Along with your your summons. Yeah,
0: I just saw Joe Strummer a minute okay. ago. Okay, so good. That was pretty it's cool.
2: working. Yeah, it's going well. Good. <laughs> good. So we're here with. Julia Johnson of the UK English Department and Creative Writing Program, a busy lady with lots of programs that she's <laughs> directing. And the the most recent event or the most recent program that she's directing is this Kentucky Poetry Festival. So we're talking a lot about the particular events, and there are many. So it's, it's really important that we kind of go through because maybe everybody can't go to everything but That's there's right. but there's a lot of uh, things that people can can drop in on and um a lot of them take place within the community it's something that you wanted to really emphasize right, right? on both on and off campus mm-hmm. so I it was really
1: important to me to think about that um and I hope that this is going to be a yearly event so as as uh, we develop the Kentucky Poetry Festival and have more in the future, I'm hoping that we can have more and more events um, off campus.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, can I ask you how long this took to put together? Because you said it just kind of came to you, this idea. And it seems like a lot of planning, and yet some things were already planned. Um,
1: maybe maybe sometime in the fall. Okay. Um, or maybe it was closer to winter when I was thinking <laughs> thinking and looking forward toward sp- oh, that makes for sense. spring mm-hmm. um but you know I think that much of this festival, as I said earlier before the break um I think it it really is a collaborative effort um and I think that the I must say that. The new director, Stuart Herodner, at the UK Art Museum. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's responsible. I'm holding him responsible for the whole all, festival for anything that happens oh. uh, this spring <laughs> in terms of uh, events. Uh, so Stuart Herodner is the director of the UK Art Museum, and we we started we started talking about how we could collaborate, um, creative writing and um, the English department, and I think that uh, one of the events that happened early on in the visiting writers series was um, a reading that happened in the fall. Uh, Jill McCorkle came and she read in the art museum, and so and it was an incredible reading. And the space at the art museum is so beautiful. And so when I started to think about what we, what sort of know the kinds of events we would have for this festival, I kept thinking about the art museum and how we could um, collaborate uh, with ekphrastic work, uh, writing Mm -hmm. about art, um, but also um, I knew that there had to be some way we could make our way um, back into the art museum, and I hoped that Mm -hmm. the festival would be a way to do that. Um, So on Wednesday, April 29th, at 7 p.m., the reading of, there's going to be um, a Visiting Writers Series uh, reading. This is sponsored by the College of, of Arts and We have and some Sciences. serious sorry, hand sorry, signals there's going a lot on. <laughs> of people are motioning to me. Um, Dara Wire poets Dara Wire and Emily Pettit will read from their poetry in the Art Museum, Wednesday, April 29th at 7 Sarah Weyer is the author of, author of numerous collections of poetry, including You Good Thing, Wave Books, published that, Selected Poems, Remnants of Hannah, Reverse Rapture, and many other volumes. She teaches workshops in form and theory, seminars, and directs the MFA program
2: for poets and writers at the University of Massachusetts, Amherst. And what, is the, what does it mean to, what does the uh, Visiting Writer Series entail? Do they, do they just come and do a reading? Is there more to their visit? Sometimes the, the writer will, will only do a reading depending on the schedule,
1: um, you know, the, the, as the schedule allows. And sometimes the writer will uh, give a craft talk mm-hmm. or meet info- informally with students and give a reading or visit classes.
2: Oh, how nice. Yes. And this this is kind of the the highlight of their visit is the reading. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Do you know if they'll be reading together at all? They're going to be reading together that evening. I mean, collab- do they collaborate? Oh, or I don't think okay. so. Okay. I don't think so, but all that right. would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> Perhaps they could... Uh, be um, summoned to do such right. a thing. Maybe I will yeah, we'll <laughs> check into that with them. <laughs> well, we it's time for another break. Um, so we will be back in just a minute with more office hours. We're talking here with Julia Johnson about all things poetry, all things Kentucky Poetry Festival that is beginning April 24th here in Lexington in a very, various locations.
0: Back to the business at hand. Which is talking to Julia about um, all things, all her amazing organizing organizing work, and uh, she will talk about that. And uh, we'll probably even have a little special reading again from one of the guests. Maybe even Maybe uh, maybe we'll even inspire Julia to do some live reading. Who knows? I'm impromptu.
2: I'm off the cuff. Poetry from Julia Jones. That would be so unfair. That would be. That would be unfair. (laughs) That would be like a gorilla radio. I was gonna. Really? That would be the first time something unfair has happened to me. Oh. I thought you meant someone has made you recite. Or
0: I was gonna do my my um, food poetry.
1: Okay.
0: Um. Oh. Should
2: we take (laughs) a commercial break? No.
0: I, is there
2: your, is, do you have food poetry? Sure. Uh-huh.
0: I was going to give my son a chicken McNugget. He tried to hug it. Oh, it Christ. fell to the ground and he cried.
2: That's lovely. Mm-hmm. That's really good,
0: yeah. Yeah, and really it's, it's <laughs> I mean, it's great because I'm teaching him high nutrition values right. with eating chicken McNuggets as well.
2: Right,
1: I think you should stick to your
2: day job. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That, I don't. I don't is, have one. Is that <laughs> a mean thing to say? I don't
0: have one. No.
2: Sometimes you have to learn those hard lessons. Yeah. When your McNugget falls to the ground <laughs> and you cry, and then your dad writes a impromptu, perhaps loosely formed poem mm. about it live on the radio. Yeah. It's it's just life. That's right. So we're here on Office Hours on W, uh, sorry WRFL 88.1, Radio Free Lexington. I'm your host, Sarah Schutze, and we're here with Julia Johnson, the lively guest, one of our faves. We've had her back. And also a very generous guest, because this is a very busy time of year for... Anybody, but especially for, I would imagine, one who is director of multiple things and also putting together a festival, which is what we are talking about today. So coming up on the 24th is the Kentucky Poetry Festival here in Lexington, and we've gone through, a couple, talked about some of the details of multiple, some of the events that are part of that festival, and the last one we talked about was the the reading from the Visiting Writers Um dara wire and emily pettit and that's at the uk art museum as you mentioned a lovely venue for poetry reading and that's april 29th at 7 p.m and the the following event after that is part of the holler the same night oh this is the same night you're yes. right i'm yes this is the same night so you, your night of poetry need not end. That's right. <laughs> After one reading, the same night, the the Holler Poetry Series at Al's Bar, which is on Limestone and Sixth, um, and this is an ongoing series. Every when every couple of Wednesdays, we're not. I'm not entirely sure if it's every Wednesday, every other Wednesday. Um, once a month. Once a month. Okay. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome for the assist. Yeah. <laughs> My
0: fact checking.
2: Excellent. Deals. That's right. And on the 29th, as part of the festival, the Holler series is featuring Sarah McCart Jackson, Scott Doutridge, and Shyste Christ or Shysti Christ, I'm not quite sure. Wanna give both options. Christ. Christ, I thought so. Okay. Um, good. All right. And there's also I am so in tune. <laughs>
0: Don't ever That's right. even try to second guess.
2: Right. Yes, you're kind of the, the go-to guy of all things festivals, really. We had a long talk about that a couple weeks ago, right? Anyway, um, and at this this, this um, event on Wednesday the 29th, after the um, Visiting Writers series at the the Art Museum, is this reading series, the Holler series, and it's also an open mic, which starts at 7.30. So lots of possible events. Is that is that it for the whole festival? No, oh no, we are, we are only... We are only
1: beginning. Oh, okay.
2: uh, this is many. quite a festival. It
1: is quite a festival. <laughs> um, the, next, the next event is called Raven House, and it is an hmm. event featuring Roger Bonaire Agard, um, and it's going to be Thursday, April 30th at 6 p.m. at 3229 Raven Circle in Lexington, Kentucky. Is Raven House the name of the place, or is that just the event? Raven House is the name of the place and the event. Okay, (laughs) good
2: answer. (laughs) Uh,
1: Poet and spoken word artist Roger Bonaire Agard was born in Trinidad and moved to the United States in 1987. His collections of poetry include Tarnish and Masquerade, Gully and Bury My Clothes, which was a long-list finalist for a National Book Award. A Cave Canem Fellow Bonaire Agard performs his work and leads workshops inter- internationally. He is the co-founder and artistic director of the Louder Arts Project and teaches poetry at the Cook County Temporary Juvenile Detention Facility in Chicago. We're really excited um, to have him on campus as well on that same day. Um, And this is a little bit out of order because I should have mentioned that he's going to be on campus before he goes to read at Raven House. Um, There's going to be an event open to students and and the public, a radio interview in William T. Young Auditorium uh, at 5.30. Uh, I'm not exactly sure... Um, how he will get from the radio (laughs) event to the reading within a half an hour. Yeah. But um, maybe there's a small plane that's being... Mm -hmm. um, Maybe we are going to have a plane dedicated to the Kentucky Poetry (laughs) At least a helicopter. Or a helicopter, Mm -hmm. yes. There are plenty of those around.
2: Yeah. So... Right. um, Always on hand for poetry emergencies such as this. That's right, but... If, you know, if anyone
1: ever has any questions about exactly the time and place, we will have all of this on our website. Um, which on which website the, is that? On the English Department's website. Okay. Which is Where is the English Department's website address?
2: AS We will get uh, that soon. The English Department website, Brian?
0: Yeah, english.as.edu. English.as.edu. It's English.as.uky.edu.
2: <laughs> okay so all of the particulars about the events can be found there I
0: like that them like even like more of like a, like an authoritative figure like in this show just like spewing out facts
1: mm-hmm. I was afraid to, to say the, the website address because I always misplaced the dots so I'm really glad you took over there and
0: my pleasure-hmm
1: told us the correct address for the English to be careful department. with the dots. Website essential that's right mm-hmm.
0: i mean for you it's dots it's for me it's ie
1: right we all have our <laughs> our little issues
2: don't we that's right <laughs> and um and you said there is also going to be a poster yes for there is all a of these poster, poster
1: that is in its final stages of of tweaking right now as we speak it's it's being tweaked um, and it will be going live today Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This afternoon, um, there's there's another event mm-hmm. um, that I would like to mention, which is going to happen on Friday, May first, at Mickler's, the garden store. That's is that right. right. Okay. Interesting. It's at, um, Flores Greenhouses. It's
2: an amazing place. I love
0: Michlers. Uh a favorite spot of photographers near and far.
2: Really? Oh yeah. What do you you just take pictures of people amongst plants, um, or is there, what is it about it that makes it a good place for photographs?
0: There's a lot of obviously minute things that you can take interesting photos of. Oh, I see of, what you're saying. But there's also um, great lines everywhere throughout.
1: Oh. It's an amazing place. Yeah,
0: it's a, a little oasis. It is. On Maxwell. It mm-hmm. is.
1: And the Micklers and I have been I would say we first started talking about doing a reading in the greenhouse at some point maybe last year and they are so excited and we're going to have a reading at 5:30 May 1st and it's going to be an open mic but also there will be many Kentucky literary luminaries who will be reading at that, on that evening, and it will be absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah. It will be a beautiful time.
0: So a chance for me to refine my McNugget poem. Mm-hmm. Poem
2: in, mm-hmm. in time for that. You yeah, Plenty think, of time. I think
0: I can get mm-hmm. it to where it needs to be.
2: You have sort of a hanging couplet in that, in that poem. Yeah, That's you need something to rhyme with Christ. No, no, no. There's, no, it's no, intentional. It's intentional. Okay, interesting. And I heard that
1: Mr. Mickler will be reading something, possibly in French. Oh. Uh, and maybe even playing his guitar.
2: Wow, this sounds like quite a fun event. Uh, what a good idea to have it there. That's That'll be really a, a new place and interesting, and, and yet it makes perfect sense to have a poetry reading in a green. And we're back with more office hours the last few minutes. Really, it always goes by so quickly. And we've had plenty of things to talk about with all of these events for part of the Kentucky Kentucky Poetry Festival um, that's starting on April
0: 24th. we still got 15 minutes left, Julie. Don't worry.
2: Yeah. Ooh. It just always goes by so quickly. In the last 15 minutes, we always have so much to, to talk about. Julie was a little concerned about what time. I said it's our final minutes, and she started to... Look around for the time. So, um,
1: there's another... There's something else important that I'd like to announce. Um, please. But I need to find... I need to find it, um, the exact details of it. Um, here it is. This is this another part of the festival? It is, and it is an ekphrastic contest. Um, the Department of English and the Art Museum are co-sponsoring the Kentucky Poetry Festival's Ekfrastic Poetry Prize. The first prize, which is the only monetary prize, is $100.
2: Mm, that's, that's a nice award for one poem. That's yes. pretty great.
1: Yes, and the deadline is May 1st.
2: Okay, so at the end of the festival, once someone has been inspired by all the poetry and the settings, they can put together or refine their acrostic poem. Right,
1: and I, I will read a few of okay. the details um, pertaining to the, the contest yeah. guidelines. Entries must pertain to the permanent collection or a current mm. or past exhibit at the Art Museum at the University of Kentucky. Please indicate the name of the work and the artist's name with entry. Contest is open to all poets, excluding current MFA poetry students at the University of Kentucky. So you need not be a student oh, uh, that's to great. enter this contest. Entrants may submit up to three poems as a single attached file with the format first name, underscore, last name, 2015 to and we have a special email address for this contest kpf poetry contest at gmail.com and you can also write to us at that address if you have any questions kpf poetry contest at gmail.com
2: okay and where are the details for that,
1: that contest? Those can also be found at the English department website.
0: English. <laughs> English.as.uky.edu. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Brian, this is such a good hour for you. You're like the go-to fact man yeah. right now. Not only good. producing, but...
0: Feeling good. The,
2: got your finger on the pulse. You I know? Do. And the finger on the mic, too, which is... Yep. Interesting connection there.
0: Well, let's take one more break.
2: Let's take one more break, okay?
0: Uh, and do our business, and be right back with more office hours coming down the home stretch. Back already? Back Bam.
2: already with our few last few minutes.
0: Yeah, uh, and we didn't even talk to Julie about over the break that that short break we were taking um, about what we were going to bring the home, show the uh, show home with. But I also wanted to hear what was, like, Julia was up to in general in mm-hmm. her life and stuff. And outside of all the work she's been doing on this, which is probably consuming her life to some degree. Surely. But, um, but you know, uh, what's going on?
2: What are you what's going working on? on right now? What's going on with your writing? Well, I just, um, I
1: just returned from Minneapolis, which is, the, uh, which is where the conference, um, the National Conference Association of Writers and Writing Programs uh, took place. Um, there are literally thousands of writers in one place uh, at one time and that was that was very energizing I went to a lot of panels and sessions and readings and the University University of Kentucky MFA program had a table there so we sort of had our debut
2: Coming out party. That's right.
0: And how you? How are things going with the launch of the MFA and 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 such?
1: Fabulously, and um, we have uh, you know that with the help of an incredible faculty, with the support of the the chair of the English department and the dean and so on, we just you know really had a great start, I think.
0: And then next spring 2016 yes. is is that when the first writer in residence lands
1: yes our first writer thank you brian You're welcome. um helen Oyeyemi will be here um as the writer in residence
0: and talk um, about, about what that um, entails for her and, and for and so, for you guys so
1: she'll be teaching um she she she'll be coming to us from prague uh she is a nigerian born um grew up in England, I believe, Um, and uh, she is a a fiction writer. She'll be teaching a class uh, that will be a combined class combined with undergraduates and graduate students, uh, a a class on a kind of craft of fiction class. Um, We don't know exactly what she'll be teaching, like what what the books are that Mm -hmm. she'll be using in the course, but it should be a really... Um, exciting class for UK students to take. So again, if you have any questions about that course and about how you might fit that into your schedule, you can always come talk to us in the English department. Um, Before I forget, I want to mention that that we will have for the first time ever a minor in creative writing for undergraduates, and that's going to start this fall. So students who are... Not English majors, but want to minor in creative oh. writing can can do that. It's and big news. It's really big news. It's hot off the press. That's news that's exciting. So
0: yeah, uh, that gives. Well, that, I think gives um, people who really want a full liberal arts education kind of the ability to um, major if they if they're like, dedicated to being a biologist or a chemist in terms of their main major, but they really are kind of open to being, you know, fully liberal arts kind of educated Mm -hmm. that they can kind of, that's something that would be perfect for them to pursue.
2: And the classes will be so different, too, with people of all different majors, you know, pursuing the minor as well. The creative writing classes will look very different. Yeah. Yeah, So if you,
1: um, you know, if you have any questions, you can talk to Dr. Pearl James, who's the director of undergraduate studies. In the English department, or you can come talk to me as well, Julia Johnson, in the English department. Okay. Awesome. That's exciting.
0: And uh, what about your own work? What's going on with What's going on with you?
1: Well, I am writing uh, a lot right now, as I usually do in April. I'm writing a poem a day for um, Wow. For for Poetry Month. Um, I've been doing this now for the past. I want to say five years. Um, I've been doing it with uh, some former colleagues and former students of the University of Southern Mississippi. And some of these people are no longer there, as, as am I. I'm in Lexington That's where now. you were before. Um, I was there mm-hmm. before. And so we are kind of all over the place. And we have to write a poem every day and submit it um, via email by midnight every night, or else we're out. You're that. out of the.
2: Oh, that's right.
1: Um, so I'm, but as far so that's kind of what I'm doing right now at this very moment um, today. I'm working on a poem uh, to submit before midnight. And
0: tonight. so, is there any guidelines or like pressure, on like how long the poems have to be for the, for this?
1: No, in fact, uh, you could write a monostick, and it would be perfect. What's a monostick? A mono stick is a one line poem. Okay. Okay. I have not written a mono stick for National Poetry Month, but if I in a pinch yeah, that's what yeah. I could do. Holding <laughs> on good. to it as a go to. So that's you, right. <laughs> have you
0: lost a lot of um, uh, collaborators over yes. the years because of people not hitting deadlines?
1: Yes. Oh and we've already lost a few and we're very strict. We're very strict. Um, in fact, you have to commit to it by midnight on April 1st, and if you have not done that, then you're obviously not a part of of the poetry month, right. uh, the marathon. Right. Uh, I started this at the University ah. of Southern Mississippi, um, and now it is um, led by a former student of mine who is a professor at Austin P State University. Her name is. Andrea Spofford. She's a poet with a new book out called Pine Effect. Does she she police it then? She is the police, yes. (laughs) Poetry police. Yes, and she has already said that she's not going to do it again next year as the police. She wants to be okay. involved, but she doesn't want to be the moderator. Okay. It's a it's a stressful job to be the moderator of the poetry marathon mm-hmm. because you have to make sure that people are submitting on time and they are ha- not slipping in past the deadline. Have so. you made it to the end every year? Every year, good I for you. Never,
2: well, you I started never,
0: it. You kind of have a little I, added pressure.
1: That's right. That's right. And I feel very uh, I feel very dedicated to it.
0: So and. What is has April been um inspiring to you? Do you feel is it been has it been good to you? Poetry
1: wise? It always is. Yeah. Um I I produce well, if nothing else, I produce at least thirty or wait, how many days are in this month? Thirty.
0: Thirty, 30
1: yes. So at least thirty poems in
0: April. Yeah. Do
1: you So that's pretty good. Do are,
0: you is there a time of year that you feel like more in tune to like just kind of being kind of inspired?
1: October. October? I write a lot in October. Do
0: do you know why that is?
1: I don't know. I think it's just sort of the maybe the mood
2: something in the air. Yeah. Mm.
0: Do you love Halloween?
2: I do like Halloween. (laughs) Do you like Halloween? I do. I
0: do. Everyone
2: likes Halloween don't they? I don't know. I don't know if everyone's inspired poetically by Halloween but but I think I think it makes sense that it's you know October is kind of a a good energy. There's a lot of visual changes. I mean, it's, it's
0: a lot like April in that there's a. It, it's pretty drastic changes, mm-hmm. right? So th- from the beginning of October, which can be still 75 degrees yeah. easily, to the end of October, can usually get a lot of change in the air and and things that you see and smell and sense. I think.
2: I want to ask about the poems that you write during this marathon. It's really. Such an interesting. See, no,
0: not, I want another hour with no, Julia. No, I do. Shut
2: no. <laughs> I want to talk more about? Oh, her you poem. want to know more about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go but I have to go to my real office hours. Yeah. Oh.
0: so <laughs>
2: real office hours. <laughs> are these? Do you consider them like first run of poems, or are they by by twelve p.m. or twelve a.m. They're they're done. They're in the can poems, or are they things you'll come back to later?
1: No, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's a really good question. Um, some of the poems have, have made it into uh, two current manuscripts that I'm working on. Okay. So um, they really are, it really is an important um, project, I think, uh, for me, especially um, during April. Um, as, as you all know, it's such a busy time yeah. for teaching and for students on the campus. And so uh, I think without this uh, this very restrictive <laughs> kind of, right. you know, this deadline Regiment, mm-hmm. of every single day having to write a poem, I probably wouldn't be writing 30 poems in April. Sure. Um, you know, writers who have jobs as teachers usually have to go away to write um, this summer, I'm probably going to the Vermont Studio Center to get away to write for several that weeks. Sounds lovely. Um, yeah, I'm really, I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, but in order, you, you know, so it's great. It's great to have uh, to have the opportunity
2: and to to say, okay, it's time for me to to write a poem mm-hmm. today. To make that a priority when there's so much else going on right now. Exactly. What do you do to celebrate at the end of the month? Maybe have a day off from writing a (laughs) poem. (laughs) Not Not write a poem. um, Office Hours is produced in cooperation with WRFL and the College of Arts and Sciences
1: at the University of Kentucky. This broadcast theme song is Sandu, performed
2: by Hugo Trupi cantini and provided by the Free Music Archive.